0: You're listening to Around Comics, episode 254, brought to you by InStockTrades.com. It's the Comic Culture Podcast, where each week a revolving panel of guests talk about everything in and around the world of comic books and comics culture. And around comics is recorded at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles, located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you are if you are in the area
1: If you are in the (laughs) area.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: <laughs> if you are in the area, okay.
0: please drop by. Okay. And uh, hey there folks. Uh Christopher Niesman here. Let me get you introduced to this week's panel. Yes. Uh first of all, returning from last week, uh our, our special guest from last week, so you're not you're not any a special guest. You're you're an around comics regular, you're just a guest, is uh the the fantastically talented uh anchor for uh for Green Lantern these days, Mr. Oh, Christian Almay.
1: Thank you, Chris. It feels like it was just Yesterday, yesterday or even five minutes ago i know
0: thank no. you for making the trip back in really appreciate you've captured the loneliness
2: from the last episode <laughs> it's been here for seven uh, days
0: <laughs> mr uh, mr tom caters hey how's it going good hey so hey. It, you know we're, we're back right we're, we're off vacation it, did we miss a beat are we is it good no it's
2: better is it it's better, better. It's yeah we did, better. needed the time off yeah we did
0: it, this is good. I'm glad. You, you I'm glad. guys,
2: have been, you guys were listening to a lot of bad episodes.
0: Is that you know? It, it's, it, it, I'm, it's true. I'm, hey, it's a new, it's a new day. But whatever. John Suntris was was staying here every
3: Friday. <laughs> I was like one of those, for us. like like a little homeless boy, like p- clawing Hello. at the window, like yeah, you know. God bless us, You anymore. had your you little, had little tiny a microphone tim set up. You had. I did. Uh, I was yeah. It was plug. it was a uh, actually just a roll from a uh, paper towel uh, dispenser. And yeah, it's just exactly.
0: March March? March March Is this the week? Are they coming back?
1: Mom, I'm a star.
3: <laughs> no nah, they they yeah. now we're not broadcasting go home Oh man So Mr. So I, John
0: Johnson how are you
3: doing I'm doing fine I had to like talk to Bendis like for like 17 hours uh, to make up for my not around comic Has time. he
2: reached like a uh, a Howard Hughes level as far as talking to him like in like I you do have to talk through a special filter so that he, wears, he doesn't catch any of your bad vibes Where's the
1: Kleenex <laughs> boxes on his feet <laughs> Don't leave any empty bottles around him Exactly
3: yeah exactly not, not no, no cutting his
1: fingernails Yeah.
3: No he looked he looked very shaggy in, I know, uh, in Magic Baltimore. He's
0: with like a long beard. He, he's just like, he's grown hair. Uh, just like a long beard. He, he is clean.
3: capable of growing hair. I know that <laughs> he, he puberty. Yeah, you know. End up, end up. No, no, he's you know. No, it was good seeing him. I saw him in, uh, saw him in Baltimore. Yeah, it was yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: You were just you were just out in, uh, in
3: Charm City. I was. It was uh, it was good. It was a good con. And uh, man, charms another word for venereal disease. <laughs> it's you know it's it is the sad shit. and it is sad in Baltimore. You know that's that's actually a. It's not. It's not quite Cleveland or Detroit, but it's not much better. Yeah. Yeah. It's you, not much you, have you better. Have you seen I the wire? How was what?
1: I was. in oh, you there? once. I saw like seagulls, like on the. Uh, that's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask. Just don't ask. Okay? <laughs> Just it's true. true.
3: Wow, man. So you're there
0: for an acid trip weekend in Baltimore?
1: <laughs> no, no so I saw, saw Just don't seagulls.
0: ask. Sorry, man, man. <clears throat> wow. All right. Well, before we uh, get back to seagull talk, uh, I need to remind everyone that this episode of Around Comics is brought to you by InStockTrades.com. We're waiting for the trade has never been easier. If you are a trade waiter, or if you just prefer to read some of your comics in collected format, then InStockTrades.com is the internet destination for you. You can find all of your trade paperbacks Deluxe hardcovers, Essentials, Showcases, Omnibus Edition, Absolute Editions, and more. All at great discounted prices. Uh, Those discounts range from 37 to, or actually 30 to 47% off the cover prices. And remember that all orders over $50 do in fact ship for free. And uh, you just heard our book club episode on JLA Avengers, or Avengers JLA. Nerd book. Nerd book. Last week. And uh, we are all finished with that. But uh, the new book club selection is Hellblazer Dangerous Habits by Garth Ennis and uh Bill Williams is that is
4: that right Billy
0: Billy Williams Billy former Billy, former uh, right fielder for the uh,
3: Cubs or D left Williams. fielder oh, hey, it's I, it's cool doing. I enjoyed writing drawing this book for Garth Ennis as we enjoyed uh, <laughs> Hellblazer <been> cool
0: <laughs> and that is uh, that is available at instocktrades.com he, so check that out He
3: was at uh Wizard Chicago. I still call yeah, it yeah, Wizard Chicago.
1: Williams? It's the first time in my life I really saw somebody who was in Star Wars. I was old. Did and you speak he- to him? No, no, I just watched him. And then I said <laughs> Mar- no, I love you. Margot Margot Killer was there yes. too. No, it he- took me such a long time to get to the bathroom, half an hour from my table to like go to the bathroom, so I had no time to speak to anyone. <laughs> However, I saw genuine stars. Oh, absolutely! Or, or, yeah, when Orlando I
3: went. I went up to the green room to interview Mark Miller because we wanted to get off the floor. Because every time on the floor, you know, people were coming up, they wanted signed books and stuff. So we went go up to the green room. We figured, oh, it looked like it was alone, and in the corner, by himself, rubbing his temples, Billy D. Williams. And I'm like, hey, Mr. Williams, I apologize. I said I was going to do a video interview up here. He's like, that's okay. I just had to get off the floor for a second. driving me crazy. Lando needs a minute. Exactly, man. And <laughs> I know. And I'm like, all right, cool. And yeah, and really, Mark's like, look, at that. Lando's here. Oh, this Lando. is great. Oh, and I love it. Guess all.
1: what? He's not a traitor, okay?
3: Um, no, he's a good man. Yeah, exactly. Man. We learned. Yeah. Well, you know, I loved him from Bingo Long, the uh, fine minor league uh, baseball movie. that he Lando. Did. Or actually, I guess it was Negro Leagues, technically. What was the name good was
1: He's a uh, assistant who never spoke. The bald guy with the oh, phone oh the guy who's like <laughs> laughing. <laughs>
3: Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> was very good, actually. I don't know. I, ha-
0: I had the Star Wars figure.
3: Though.
1: I don't know. but uh, the whole That time was I too
3: thought... close. <laughs> yeah, yeah The whole time I would be like,
2: what a shitty co-pilot. I cannot understand a fucking word this guy said.
1: It's because you're a kid. You do not see these movies. You saw these movies after the show, oh, yeah. right? The, yeah, man. It's see ridiculous. Star Wars. I saw Star Wars in 77. Me too, man. Yeah, In the theater. Damn straight. My you goddamn right,
2: man. My parents saw it in the theater, and they said it seemed
1: stupid. Yeah. <laughs> nice.
2: yeah. oh, man. I was I was born in 78
1: I feel old oh, enough yeah. to be your dad <laughs> Papa? <laughs> he said, Papa. It, was, he, he said Papa. it with such disgust Papa.
3: I, I feel <laughs> old enough to be your dad yes, because, Good, man.
1: I mean, uh, we have children in France when we are 10 years old <laughs> But still it's a little young if even for me, okay?
3: Good, is he out of your canal? Good, put him to work
1: <laughs> Yes
3: Grab that bucket. Start moving. <laughs> That's all I'm right. so, sorry, guys. It's
2: cool.
0: Sorry, everyone. No, all right. Uh, <laughs> music for this episode. Yeah, oh. Who have you got? Sad? I'm, no, I'm, it's my favorite band of all time. Oh, so it's I, sad. I, I, I decided that it was time.
1: Oh, God. What's that? The November? The 97th? the not the December. Hey, it's my birthday in November. Okay, be nice, When's guys. your birthday? Seventeenth of November. Oh, no, that's cool. November Which is also since I'm half Greek the name of the main terrorist organization in Greece. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> it's true. And one time actually oh god, it's a good story. The uh, Alame Army? The, no no. Listen to me oh, for a okay. second. First, when I used to no, actually, I legitimate content is about to happen on your show Listen for a change, man. Here <laughs> we go. You think you are? Okay? <laughs> just that's enough.
3: Don't, don't create an it, incident, man. Be a good mean, ambassador. What's getting, wrong it's with you? Sip your
1: whiskey here. in silence and just <laughs> like, let us go. <laughs> so, when I used to go to Greece, like every time the guys would look at my passport, my passport, and see my birth date and they would be like looking at me, like like I had something to do with it because it's my birth date but beyond that i'm living in new york years later i'm married to my first wife was greek wow and uh one time she comes to me and she tells me they caught one of the after after september 11th like a uh, contribution between the us and european countries against terrorism and all sure. that, like grew up a lot they're like they caught one of the guys for the first time in 30 years of november 17th they caught him in the Piraeus uh, harbor in athens He was trying to blow something. He blew his own hands off. It turns out it's the cousin of, uh, okay, my wife's brother um, has a girlfriend, and that's the cousin of the girlfriend. Don't ask, okay? Just think about it. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) my wife knew him. I never met the guy. She told me he was a really nice guy. She knew him for the years and a lot and a lot. Now, this guy's been caught as one of the main terrorists in Greece. The same week I'm at home working, and my wife is telling me, uh, my ex-wife, we were separated at the time, but we were still talking. She was telling me, well, you know what? I'm, I think I'm being followed and all that. Sure enough, my cable goes off that week. I call the cable company. They're like, we send someone like immediately. Like really? Hmm. Yeah, really. That that is, is, yeah. yeah, that that, that is suspicious. Suspicious. A guy yeah. show up
2: with a t- uh, no, no. a t-shirt tucked I got into guy, jeans. That
1: guy he comes he comes to my place. He checks my pictures on the walls. That your ex-wife? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do, comics? Oh, that's cool and all that. So i was like, and then he's like, what heard, kind of like do, you, do, you, do you want to check the TV? And it's like he looks behind. He's like, "Oh, you should call me I'm sure he's gonna come back." I swear it's true. And the guy leaves. Okay, nice to meet you, man. And all that. I swear it's true. <laughs> wow. Just like they were checking everyone basically on that. I'm sure yeah. it was wow. I don't know who it was but it was not the cable guy but it was okay, like, your cable it so, came back like boom five minutes after it was sure. gone I swear it's true that's <laughs> that's a, that's
2: well what you mean. know what that's the most effective cable fixing I've ever heard of because <laughs> we, that's the thing about the shadow I government become, I should become loosely associated with the terrorist organization I, you know, I get my cable fixed that's the thing well, about yeah you know? because
1: you don't have to wait like we'll be there between nine and five right again. oh no they show up at
3: 9 a.m. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. Shadow government cable. Can I help you? <laughs> when, whenever
0: the cable company says that they will send someone over immediately, you know something is up.
1: I was interrogated Not for 48 me, hours, me, but that was hey, the hey, clearest hey. cable picture I ever had. Okay. You don't understand. Under my like uh, genius uh, appearances and good looks, I I'm pretty naive guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay i know i'm always the guy who gets it afterwards you know <laughs> and after the guy was done i was like wait a minute wait that's <laughs> weird that's weird yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> they didn't give yeah, me a body a cavity before, search the last time the cable before,
3: guy came i don't understand before we all
1: get... right uh newsman you can get back the, to your bullshit your crappy <laughs> show back, <laughs> back to your bullshit basement <laughs>
3: <laughs> go on <laughs> your shitty american show. Yeah. la 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 all
1: right is that oh. a capitalistic show <laughs> yeah but you're, cav- <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're
3: ugly yeah.
0: you're ugly yeah. american uh, show Tom, what would my favorite band of all time be?
2: Um, I'm thinking it's um, a fantasy band between Waylon Jennings and um, George Jones. George Jones, with a little bit of Tammy Wynette mixed in,
0: and some rock. You got to get, yeah. get some. You got to get some. Oh, so it must
3: be Marshall Tucker.
0: You're getting closer.
3: Okay. Did the devil go down to Georgia? Oh no! I hope not. No. no we're good. <laughs> I don't want to be in the I don't want to be in the Wooly Swamp this weekend. Thank you.
0: The it, it, it spawned two. Equally awesome bands. They are from oh. Belleville, Illinois.
2: Oh, it's Uncle Tupelo, right? Thank you. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> is that the official say- version?
1: Because I know Chris cries listening to Bonnie Tyler like every night, like mm-hmm. on Total YouTube. Total eclipse oh, of the heart.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Oh, no, All, yes, all music yes, for this yes. episode from Uncle Tupelo. The thing with Chris
2: is it's surprising that anything time. could eclipse his giant heart.
1: Oh, that's That's yeah. very profound. Oh, I enjoyed that. that. Right. that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you. Now we have to sound like public radio. <laughs> How about Thank those balls? All right.
0: It,
3: <laughs> good times. Good times.
0: It has been well <laughs> over well over a month, Terry Gross, since we... Have talked about comedy. It is Pledge Week. It is it is pledge week. Thank oh, God, indeed. Getting... God. I hate Pledge I Week.
1: I can't eat during Pledge Week. I can't work. It's like, what are you doing to me, guys? Ugh. But
3: you got to, honestly, you do have to hand it for the local uh, public radio stations because at least oh, I love, no, they, listen, they, listen. they do the online pledging and they literally do shave days listen, off. You
1: paid me better with Pledge. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> I understand. Can you read that? <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Blackest Night.
0: Um, we it it has been literally uh years years since we talked about comics um tom yes start us off what have you been reading good sir uh
2: one of my favorite books that's coming out right now that everyone should read because it's criminally underread is rebels yes (laughs) from dc comics indeed uh which is maybe one of the most fun and exciting comic books that are coming out right now Uh, and
1: before you say anything else i might add that tony Bedard is one of the nicest guys. uh you here, here! one of the most interesting and he's good looking for those interested <laughs> and, and ladies he's good looking ladies yeah no he's a yeah. great guy it's he's awesome guy. Like in
2: the art by um saint aubin what is the first name of is it uh, a foreigner it's claude it's claude saint Aubin. so he's yes, probably it's, french uh, obviously but, damn it uh if you're not reading Rebels, it is one of the most fun, self-contained things you could possibly uh, read out there in the DC universe right now. It is... If you're enjoying Guardians of the Galaxy, which I am, uh, from Marvel, you should be reading Rebels. Oh God, because I,
1: I remember those from the s- 70s. I read sure, yeah. the only Guardians of the Galaxy. I remember the whole series from the 70s. Yeah.
2: I, it, it's it's fun because... I what I think... Tony kind of got screwed a little bit because he worked on Countdown and then he didn't get something in his own realm. And then he's got this cosmic thing going on. So now he has his own sort of corner that he's working with and it's separate from Blackest Night, it's separate from everything else and he's got to weave his own story with like Starro and everything and it's been awesome through the first nine issues. It's been so fun. And you don't need to know the the first trade's coming out I think next month. Um, You don't need to know any of the characters going into it. I'm not the most familiar person with the 90s uh, Legion. Which started in the 80s, actually. Yeah, like 89, like, I want to say, well, like or 85. With the, uh, the, with the 90s version of the... L-E-G-I-O-S. Yeah, the L-E-G-I-O-S. But reading this, it's great, because you get all the aliens, you get everything going on, you have... It's like the craziest buddy movie-type story going on, where you have villains and heroes working together.
0: It is Han Solo sci-fi action.
2: Yeah. It's yep. like if han solo yep. is yep. super smart
0: <laughs> yes like real docs is <laughs> yeah.
2: brainiac too like it's a super smart han solo who's just kind of a dick to everyone but also there's like a there's a hint of vulnerability to him like lately where he's there's like an element to him where he's not quite as impenetrable as you think he is but you have all these other characters and the art has been fantastic it's and beautiful and what tony has done with Starro is amazing because he's put a twist on this legitimately sort of lame character. Oh, it was a goofy early 60s. It's a goofy character, but what he's done is taken it and put a twist on it that doesn't erase anything previous, but adds a new layer to it where there's people (laughs) that... He Jeff johns it
3: pretty yeah, much pretty it, much like, yeah.
2: yeah he what he took an uh, an old character and added something to it and said this is what staro is now and this is how everyone's going to react to it and yeah.
1: he's a guy with also like uh, not only is really nice he's got like some um <clears throat> um strong experiences in his life like he's been through like uh you know some some shit, like basically not personally necessarily but related to him and all that and i find like he, he's one of these guys who manages like to stay very cool like about the frame and all that and just uses that stuff and makes his writing even more like um didn't he used
2: to work on the animated stuff wasn't that where he came from he did for a
1: while I met Tony actually he reminded me excuse me I forgotten that he used to be like an editor at dc simply you know like and uh, he was the assistant oh god let me remember he was the assistant of pete tomasi actually i worked oh, wow. with pete like for years yeah. i've known pete since started at dc well, yeah pete's a great but, writer uh, too yeah but he, he, tony came when i was like away actually for the, the the one time i was away like for a while and um that's when Tony came in, but I know I had met him and I spoke to him like a few months ago in Florida, where, I mentioned, well, it, ten I mean, ten years ago,
3: uh, Tony was working at CrossGen at yeah. the beginning of the decade, I mean, Tony... and he and actually, it doesn't surprise me that he does such a good job with Rebels because he was one of the writers of yeah. Negation and did a wonderful sci-fi I mean, book for CrossGen Tony, as well.
2: What he's doing with Rebel, it's so awesome because he he's set up like the most. Pre- like it's the pretense of why it's separate from everything is really kind of funny and silly. Like the fact that uh, Brainiac 2 is like, we have to lock Starro into this world, but then now that he's locked him in, he gets to play with everything else in the DC universe because there's a whole world that. The Green Lantern stuff isn't touching, and he's doing his own thing. And they mention it in the most recent issue, is like Adam Strange shows up. It's all the the cosmic characters. The Omega Man are there. Book is yeah. so, well, there. Like, this yeah, is so yeah, it's it's so criminally underread. Like yeah. if you enjoy. um a lot of people that maybe are reading like Power Girl or reading from like the Marvel stuff the pe- the things that aren't tied into everything Yeah, the else. under the radar stuff. Yeah. yeah, the under the radar stuff, you should pick up Rebels because it it's in the same vein. It doesn't tie into like if you're intimidated by the fact that you think it ties into a bunch of stuff, don't be because it's really Really awesome! It has put a twist on
1: Starro. Well, how often do you get like a self-sufficient uh, title, something yeah. you can read like month yeah, after month? which sure. is in some ways we all dream of that. Like, let's be yeah. honest, you yeah. know, like I want to get that thing like every month and read it, and it's great, and I just enjoy it. Like, it's, don't don't touch it, don't mix it with everything. You know else what it
2: actually that? reminds me of? It actually it's like a throwback to the '70s Legion of Superheroes, in that there's a ton of characters in it. But it's not alienating in the sense. Like, they always introduce the characters. You always know what the characters are doing. And what he's done is he sort of subverted um, the six-issue... Story character arc. you know like the six issue arc and he said well fuck it we're just gonna tell this big story with it, Starro. Is what it is. yeah and we're gonna just tell this huge story with Starro. and yeah there's six issues that work together but it's a bigger story so let's just keep going and let's keep going with it and there was an annual with Starro, and they twisted everything around it's it, it's awesome it's a really little great story.
1: self-promotion here the only character i ever created for dc comics is part of legion with dots like our team and uh that's not how it's spelled whatever that's <laughs> I know what called Layla. so tony if you hear me please bring her back any money
2: <laughs> but if you're not reading rebels do it's it's really it, it is one of the best books i'm reading out there it's fun It's only nine issues out plus the annual so there's only 10 issues out so if you get the trade which is the first six and you get the next four. It's it's fun. The yeah. good
3: the good news is they are going to tie into Blackest Night because yeah. uh, DC does love the book and they want this book to yeah. succeed. So yeah, you, you they're behind it. Yeah. Uh,
1: as far as I know, and I don't know much usually, but I think they're behind it. Yeah. I think it's, uh, it's got it. the taste of the... and it's got every. It, it's great. I mean, it is great. It.
2: No, I agree with you, man. It's I like got it the too.
1: taste of Guardians of the
2: Galaxy, Absolutely. Where, which is um, Marvel's been very. Um, very aggressive in promoting the Abnett, Abbott and the Lenning, and Lenning the, uh, version of Guardians of the Galaxy and really p- giving it a push. And it's awesome because I would love to see the Bedard and St. version of Rebels get that same sort of foothold where they have their own little corner and he gets to tell his own little story without getting wrapped up in
0: everything. So. Yeah, If you like swashbuckling sci-fi this oh, it's is, amazing.
2: Brainiac yeah.
3: 2 is a fuck
2: is a dick to everyone, which yeah, is what everyone wants way. to see yeah. from a
4: Brainiac. And it picks,
3: it picks up on some of the vibes that yeah. uh, Starlin was doing with with his space stuff with Comet, and also, but but more importantly, he's he's cluing in, and especially now that they brought Adam Strange in, it has that feel of the Diggle Adam Strange yeah. miniseries where it did expose it you has, to that corner it has of the a galaxy. A little
2: bit more of an edge than the Starlin stuff did. It has a little I, yeah. bit more modern. Well, that's edge. Tony. Yeah. That, that's
3: Tony. I mean. I know no, and taking nothing away from Jim Starlin, who I love reading his stuff, and it. It's, I like
2: Tony's Brainiac too, because he gives him a real,
1: like a sharp edge to the character, it's, and it's yeah. sharper
3: than what Giffen had back when yeah. he introduced the character back in Legion. So no, I I like the it a
1: lot. Far more comics than I ever did. It's no, just <laughs> unbelievable. Like,
0: we have a lot of spare time.
3: Exactly. Uh, exactly. But no, I I, I think that's It's that a great him. book. I got plenty of time.
0: It takes a lot less
2: time to read them <laughs> than it does That's to
1: draw them. Li- it takes me like 15 minutes to read it. You know what my hobby is? I what? build uh, model kits, World War II airplanes, which take- takes even longer than drawing. So basically, I never get to build any plane and a lot. I got them waiting, I get a few cockpit parts and a what, like.
0: What's your favorite World War II fighter?
1: 51 Mustang, easy
0: nice
1: you p51d know. i'm actually uh, online like i'm one of the few guys who really knows about it i even give advice to people who want one how to restore the according to like world war ii standards and all that i got manuals from the 40s and all that right. is absolutely Blueprints fascinating
0: and, uh, you know I, I used to work for a company uh, called sanford um uh, it's a sanford ink yeah. company and they they create you know they make writing ins- instruments and um one of the uh one of the really nice lines of pens that they make is the parker parker pens yeah. and they came out with an anniversary edition called the parker 51 which was modeled oh, after sweet. after a P51 the actual I'm going to tell
2: you when I was a kid yeah. I tried to get uh, nice I loved the that. idea of making model planes but my biggest problem was I was the kid with the least amount of like patience patience for anything like Me I was too, like, when I
1: was a kid but then with the job I, I, I think it's related to drawing actually it's the same thing. It's like it takes the patience. it yeah. takes like a except uh because I got so little time because of drawing uh I wish I was retired by the <laughs> honestly without being 60 you know like the whole thing like could so <laughs> <can build, laughs> just, so like, just do model uh, plans retired yeah, you know? yeah, yeah uh. I mean uh, I build, I I advise guys to make parts to correct model kits because all model kits have like Slides. they get it wrong they get the wrong sure. fucking you know radio what? on the cockpit because, which pisses me off to no end oh, the like, thing shit.
2: Because the same thing with you, if I could retire, I would, and all I would do is I would sit around and I would read all the old comics that I have piled up in my house.
1: Like well, that. somehow you make me want to not retire. Don't ask me, I've
2: nothing personal. You look at the sad, you just looked at the sadness. You no, just look- I
1: just had this flash of the two of us hanging on the porch,
2: like, yeah. and I'm like, no reading I'm comics, you're building planes. You're looking- I'm huffing the fumes from your plane. Model- yeah, the yeah. difference
1: between us is like you years ago i thought i was dying and you just brought that back to me and i was like thank you you make me want to leave listen no
2: no a lot of the itunes reviews for this podcast have said that we uh, gather the feeling of dying but like <laughs> way, so it, we're, we're all yeah it what fits right friends. in with everyone. <laughs> so get, get everyone hand them out rise i
0: lose my soul
2: on the burning sand.
3: i oh.
0: All right, my my pick uh here the one uh, the one that has really um uh, uh, I I've enjoyed the most since we've been on vacation. And it actually surprised me because it, it went against two of my uh two of my current comic book uh um rules. I, I try not to buy 3.99 comics. I I it's it's just if something's going to be 3.99, I would rather pick it up and trade. Um or, or or buy 299 single issue. So this was a 399 comic. It's also an X-Men crossover. I haven't bought an X-Men crossover comic in about 15 years. But uh Jeff Parker doing X-Men versus Agents of Atlas was it was it, it overpowered me. It was too much to too much to resist. Are you guys are you guys clinking beers over there? <laughs> yeah. Kissing Kyle, the, Kyle, can you kiss me a beer? I, yes.
2: You're a good you know, man, Christian. and I have we, we get along good. You have like on the same side of the time, Christian.
0: Yeah. You may be invited back. I'm just Maybe. warning you. Maybe. I'm just warning
1: you. I don't well, get along with everyone. I don't no. really know if I want to. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Exactly.
0: So, X Men versus Agents of the Alice. Was it, T-XP, Chris? I'm I have to with... ask
2: you. I yes. did not pick this up. Was it good?
0: It was awesome. Yeah, it was. okay, okay. It what if you like Agents of Atlas, oh, yeah. that's what this is. It has a little bit of the um uh of the current x-men continuity which um spoilers for those of you who are not up to uh current x-men continuity but they are no longer in san francisco apparently they have relocated to. wait a minute last time i read
1: the x-men i stopped reading the x-men 1985. yeah you're fucked (laughs) a couple things happened since then i picked up like a few things like a few issues like not so long ago last year they were in San Francisco building a whole like utopic like uh, mutant world and all that. So what happened?
0: Apparently that didn't work out so well.
1: Where did um, they move to? they fucked up again? They
0: now Damn. live on Fresno. Um, no closer. they live on Asteroid M in the middle of an ocean.
1: Isn't that supposed to be called asteroid X now?
0: No, well I I don't know. Maybe.
1: Well they should throw a bottle of champagne on it and rename yeah, it. Yeah, just rename it. Mutant <laughs> Island.
0: That's basically what it is. It, yeah, it's, it's like it's, Alcatraz. It, yeah, it's, it's their it's their new Genosha. Oh, yeah, and, and,
3: but smaller. Utopia, Mutopia, Mut- Mutopia, I what, whatever. I don't even. know. It they, is they, Utopia, I believe. They're
0: out of. They're out of San Francisco. They're living on asteroid M, which is now floating in in the ocean. Um, apparently, Namor is now an X Men uh, or an X Men. Well, he's a mutant. Is so. he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, ne- he's never. Oh, been... So is he considered
1: he's... to be the first
0: mutant? Yes. yes. Oh, like, oh,
2: okay. Yes, he is Marvel's first. Uh, mutant. I don't y- know. If you they... make fun of us for being a nerd, but you just Look broke out so Namor is the first mutant.
0: Look well, at the
1: nerd head on you, a, I grew up like reading the uh, the x-men like and uh I, but I, I seriously have not read anything read them in many but years you, you remember it ju- well i know the basics but i haven't read like most of the stuff in the 90s or early 2000s i have read like the morrison run yeah mm-hmm. and i have read like the uh, um what, the guy from uh buffy joss uh, whedon, Josh whedon, whedon which was great i it's thought it was great. excellent yeah. actually yeah. i like i was um should i say that i don't know <laughs> I was having coffee with Chris Claremont and he he told me you know we were talking about the x-men obviously you know so sure and all yeah, that yeah just starting x-men forever and he was like uh yeah x-men what, what was it like oh, yeah. astonishing, astonishing astonishing x-men he's like I like that but he had like a little twink in his eye I'm like well yeah yeah it was great it was it was great. It was like, uh, you it, know, was like it was your X Men. It was exactly what, and he's like that's exactly my point. And like, I have done it. you know, that's uh, yeah.
0: So uh, it was, it, yeah, uh, it did. It recaptured Claremont's X Men, absolutely. The, the, okay, so X Men versus versus Agents of Atlas. You know, Agents of Atlas has been fantastic since Parker did the the mini series and then the ongoing series. And what has been awesome about that? Is that Marvel has has really uh, they they they've they've stuck a claim to their Golden Age characters and recaptured a lot of that, but they've done it in a way that it's inside the Marvel universe and they've reintegrated guys like you know uh, Gorilla Man is it Gorilla Man?
3: Yeah, but it's. I mean, these Or Congo Bill. No, Bill, no, Gorilla. No, it's Gorilla Man, but it's Gorilla. It's Gorilla Man.
0: It's 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 the M11. human robot. Yeah, the human yeah. robot.
3: But the thing, all those characters were just one shot characters, yeah, with the yeah, except yeah, with yeah. the exception yeah. of Venus, Marvel Boy, and Jimmy Woo. That's your that's your core. That was Atlas Comics. I mean, they were all real monthly characters. They all had their own books. You know, Yellow Claw and everything. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Hill, Hill Barter, saying good night to everybody. Elvis is leaving the building. Bye, bunch. Bye, Bunch. Thank you, Hill.
4: We'll hook up with you later.
3: <laughs> Take it all easy, right. man. No, but but, but that's no, what I love
0: about Agents of Atlas is that it's yeah. been able to to expand on the history of the Marvel universe, and they they exist in this little pocket where they're able to you know bump into the Avengers or bump into the X Men or or bump into it's it's filling
3: know- it's filling in the gaps. I mean yeah, it's it's yeah, filling in yeah. it's it's filling in those those. Yeah. Pre-60s, you know, Marvel years. Much
0: like much like Rebels, is that, are they part of the DCU? Absolutely. Do you have to know everything that's going on in DC to read Rebels? No. It's the same thing with Agents of Atlas, is that you can read this book, and it's fun. You don't have to know absolutely everything that's going on. Now... The X-Men versus Agents of Atlas, it's just two issues. It's a it's a, a two-issue mini. And I don't think that you have to really know what's going on with current, current X-Men continuity. Mm-hmm. But if you are an Agents of Atlas fan, you're really remiss if you don't read this. Now, the main story is great. But the real treat to this is the backup story, which goes back to the Silver Age X-Men. And I'm going to throw this over to Christian because this is... Christian's part. gone. Is oh, hey, Kyle Kyle. Oh, my God. <laughs> Christian, you changed. Okay, I'll, I'll hand this over to Kyle. <laughs> no, it's, um, there's
2: no one better at drawing Silver
0: Age um, uh, Cyclops than Chris Somney. Chris Somney does the, the backup, which is an old Agents of Atlas, which is you know a, a super team that exists in the 1960s and they've come back in present day so here they are w- m- matched up with the silver age x men the original, the original team yeah the original the original team and Chris Somney doing the original X-Men team is sex on paper. It is so, no, it's,
3: so good. And much like when Gabe Hardman on the Agents of Atlas series would, would do his uh, flashback scenes. It's, it's great stuff. This is, I, I understand the idea of what Marvel's doing. they By putting the X-Men name and logo on the book, they are trying to entice a bigger audience for this excellent book. Because essentially, this is a continuation of the Agents of Atlas series. I'm sure it will be traded that way as well, yeah, yeah. In, in, in all positive ways. And this is great because Parker deserves the, the audience. The artists deserve the audience that are on this book as well and these are great characters that as you say are adding to current continuity in Marvel but also enriching the past and Jeff has very very easily been able to to incorporate these characters on the cover you've got Gorilla Man and Wolverine one of the early, one of in fact I think it was the first issue of the regular series featured a backup story where you had the first encounter yep. of Wolverine and the agents back in the 50s and, in pre-Castro and, Cuba
0: and agents of Atlas does the best uh recap pages. Yes. The the previously in and the and the best introductions. And they definitely here here's the uh here's the intro for this. Did you know in nineteen fifty eight, Wolverine was on a secret mission in Cuba where he was apprehended by the agents of Atlas. In order to escape, he blew up Atlas team member M eleven, the human robot. Did you also know, a few months ago, Wolverine was on a mission in New York City where he again encountered the agents of Atlas. The reconstructed M11 recognized Wolverine's voice and melted off his arm. Did you also also know Wolverine is a quick healer and robots carry grudges?
3: Yeah, that's and, and really, that is the only uh, <laughs> it's, it's, continuity it's, it's moment. It's awesome. And it's there for you at the start because it is. That, that is the one fact that does kind of enrich yeah. the story because there is this ongoing mystery of, how M11, which really, he's not an android, he doesn't have like a human mind. Well, I guess he did way back, but for all intents and purposes, nobody really knows what's going on in the mind of M11. And it was very interesting that at this very quiet moment when the agents of Atlas were fighting the new Avengers, M11 took it upon himself to attack Wolverine. And for, and also for people who don't know, uh, the, the Atlas Corporation is uh kind of a hydra-like organization a worldwide conglomerate that has its fingers in a lot of dirty pies. Yeah. Uh Jimmy Wu who was an FBI and S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. It's like an uh, Asian
0: it's like the Asian Hydra.
3: Yes. Yeah, that's a, actually that's that's great. And Jimmy Wu has been given uh this organization to lead much like Daredevil leading the Hand yeah. and uh is is using it for good but under the guise of it still being an evil organization. Well, what, so. what what I
0: love about Agents of Atlas just like Rebels is that it it deals with these awesome, like, 1960s, like, hipster spy vibe to it. And so there's, yeah, there's, like, world domination and...
3: and, Capers, lots of capers, lots of little plans.
0: But there's this, there's,
3: like, this wink and a nod fun to it well there's that, a talking gorilla there's a mermaid well, yeah, there's you know no in it i mean it's a it's a great combination of characters you guys had don Glut on, mm-hmm. and and don is the guy who put together this original team back in that what if issue and uh jeff has as you said chris from the first miniseries series on has run with these characters made them his own and only adds to their you know interest level and also He's been telling great stories with these characters. They're great. It's it's really fun. If you haven't started reading Ancients of yeah. Atlas*, this X Men crossover is a good place to start. Yeah. No. Par- You're gonna Parker, like it.
0: Parker does a, a fantastic job of of building tension and drama. But always having this little wink. There's always it. humor, yeah. There's always this 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 nice little undercurrent of that he doesn't forget that this is entertainment value. And and Jeff does a fantastic job with agents of Atlas. And it's also been a showcase for some pretty fantastic art.
3: Yeah, he always has amazing people working on what you know, like I said, Gabe Hartman, now Somni in the backup. And I always forget the Spaniard that uh, does it normally.
0: Oh, I'm. Um, you're gonna.
3: You're, yeah. You're gonna Guerrillo, uh No, no, no. Yeah. No, I, that's I'm, not. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, a, man. I'm not exactly. Not all right, exactly. Parker.
3: And you know, Parker actually in uh, Baltimore gave me uh, the hardcover of uh, the Dark rain arc, the second hardcover. Oh, nice. From, which was very, very nice. Very nice. Very so, nice. All right, let's go. All right, John. Oh, you know, I'm gonna steal from your pile. I'm sorry to all say, right, pal, because it. you, I've already heard you talking about this book on a lot of oh, the wait, Comics.
0: Oh, 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 oh. Nice. Kyle also has. Nice. Yeah, but he called, a, he called
3: my name first, so I'm sorry. A, I'm going to have uh, to. Well, it's
0: a cross table five but, but no, obviously, both, we always we jump in. And so, yeah, no, I, I want to hear what you think Should of it it too. Well,
4: you've actually talked to Rick, so.
0: Well, you know, yeah, Rick.
3: Cross <laughs> table. Uh, you know, when. the uh, War. War. When in uh, New Avengers, uh, yeah. Doctor Strange lost uh, the title of Sorcerer Supreme no. and the Eye of Amago or whatever the hell his name is. Amagato. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Uh, went to the least likely uh, magic member of the Marvel Universe, yeah. Brother Voodoo, and is now Dr. Voodoo, which I like to say in my Stan Lee voice. It's but now you've scarier. got Dr. Voodoo, of the eight, Avenger of the Supernatural. It's 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 an incredible book. The first issue came out. Rick made a big publicity push on this. Has mm-hmm. talked to everybody about it. And I am happy to say that the book matches the hype. It it's, is excellent. The art excellent. is awesome.
2: The story. Here's the thing I love about it, though what i love most about that book is that you can see where it can grow like yeah, it's not like one of those first issues that you read sometimes where like you're like where is this going to go from here and then it doesn't get better than that you can see where things are going to go and it was still Really good.
3: Yeah, so. I, I thought there was a really great first chapter that can stand on its own yeah. as well. I mean, and you know, there's some heavy hitters. I heard Vince on eleven o'clock comics talk about this, and he actually, I think, spoiled a lot of things. I will refrain from doing so, but I will point out that there Rick, are many Rick spoiled it to us. Well, he did. No, there's... <laughs> hey, man, no, there's some there's some heavy hitting bad guys that use magic yeah. in the Marvel universe that try to test the metal of Doctor Voodoo at this uh, point. You know what? And th- that's th- fair. Th- this,
0: is, this has been out for a month since. You want me to throw he, it out there? You know what? He, All right, fine. He punks Dormammu and yeah. Doctor and Doom Doctor in Doom fir- in the first issue.
3: Yeah, no, it's so, uh, yeah. no. I think uh, Ben has had a good setup for the New Avengers. I think Rick is yeah. f- following through. Rick is very excited about this. And the other interesting thing that Rick has made very clear is that. Uh, Doctor Voodoo's magic comes from a different place than Doctor Strange's magic. Mm-hmm. So, it incorporates a lot of the great stuff that I read uh, back he's in like, the Strange Tale he's days. He's more
2: of like a kick you in the groin type guy and then Doctor Strange, he was more of like a
3: Well, it's yeah, and it's also that kind of earthy base that yeah. that Voodoo comes from as opposed to the Thorceress Supreme. Hello. And, there, and, there's, uh, there,
0: there's, there's a little bit more blood and chicken feet. Oh,
3: yeah. This. And that's cool. And, you know, I actually, uh, in anticipation of this, I bought that second uh, Marvel Essential mm-hmm. of uh, the black and white stuff that has a lot of the, the Doctor yeah. Brother Voodoo Strange Tales. And uh, it's great because... You, to me, the strongest part...
2: Of,
4: it was the art the art was the art's
3: gorgeous yeah just, i think
4: with the art yeah. that one of the best things um that i've noticed just today looking at it again is is the coloring oh yeah is this scotty's colorist on wizard of oz it looks like the same guy i do uh, francois bolew boy I it's nice sure. though it's nice Where, where's christian when you need him to pronounce a name um <laughs> yeah i mean it, you can see the coloring is is gorgeous it's really shows through i mean and the art is awesome obviously but um the color just really complements everything and Wasn't really makes it stand off. was the this page. the
2: same guy that did the uh uh secret invasion uh, black panther story arc the colorist i'm not sure no the artist oh the guy who penciled it what's the name that
3: of the pencil me yeah i don't know actually yeah
0: it is the yeah same guy, Cri- I think. christian come give us a proper pronunciation how do you pronounce the colorist's name
4: Jean...
3: Peleu. Uh, Jean Peleu. <laughs> oh,
1: <okay, nice. laughs> Monsieur Jean-François Beaulieu. Thank you, <laughs> thank, oh, you. Right. Thank, thank you, Jesus. Thank for you for twenty. Thank you, thank you, sir. <laughs> did, the next just, subject we, is world
3: uh, continents. Yeah, we need his class to
0: join up. Is
3: what
2: I, loved, did. I loved I love the first issue. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And, and it's kind of funny because to me there was like certain imperfections in it that I actually liked that I think lent itself to me <laughs> wanting to read the the yeah. rest of them. There was like to me the um, I didn't quite. Know who Jericho Drum was at the end? I f- I I feel like maybe, um, putting the like the uh, the um the handbook entry at the end. I I don't like the handbook entries no. at the end. I always feel like well, it's kind of a cop out. Well, but like what I, I did- feel like it's it's a little bit uh, a little bit of a cop out. But I think Remender did a- did a good job of giving you enough
3: well, to get by but did you like but i liked the tony isabella <laughs> essay that i also had read back in the day yeah, and, and I mean, you know I, I in the old black and whites i think that's tales of the zombie that's where that okay, came from okay
2: but that plus the handbook entry is not worth an extra dollar
0: <laughs> don't don't use it well the the second issue is going to be 2.99 uh, no
2: no yeah, and i'm not yeah. saying i'm not i it's not like don't read the rest of the book i'm uh, I I think that it was yeah I'll a disagree I'll say read it uh, no <laughs> I see, uh, no get this I love the first issue I, thought I understand was, but it, it was, I'm it,
3: saying like the filler stuff I think is good too but go
2: yeah, ahead yeah the ha- like just too to much me, like filler for you well uh, to me like the handbook entry I'm never gonna if I, see, I didn't, if I didn't read if I've read the whole issue and I wasn't interested in the character there's I I loved the first issue and I didn't even read the handbook entry. I was just like, oh yeah. whatever. But for like, the people but <laughs> honestly, there
3: are people that are going to pick this up and say, "Who is this guy? Where did he come from?" and everything. Yeah, and then that's where the, I think it in is. The
2: handy. Ter- in the same in the same in the same
3: How much of that handbook has anything to do with this story? Well, again, you know, you see, and I didn't focus on the handbook. I focused on Isabella's article. And No, it, and
2: well, uh, no I, I, I'm not uh, I'm now being super picky. No, no, no I understand. Saying, I'm just saying <laughs> though that. I, I, of the, but but yeah.
3: my my uh, look at the filler stuff was, oh, I'm I'm really enjoying reading this Tony Isabella thing. And then yeah, there was the Ohatmu, and I didn't care don't about read, the Ohatmu. Yeah,
0: don't read the handbook. Thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know. that's fine. You, you love the Tony Oat- awesome. cool. yeah. Six That's you know, John called me up in the middle of the night, <laughs> <I did>. several <laughs> weeks ago, and he goes, "So Chris, I'm reading the uh, the Ohatmu." Entry on bro- brother of To have you read this yet?
3: Yeah, yeah. I because I heard on 11, <laughs> eleven o'clock comics that Vince is talking about Ohatmu and everything. No, I'm like, Jason. You, well, Jason well, J- I, no, J- but Vince. Well, Vince called it to his attention. Yeah. Have you gotten the latest Ohatmu? And it's like, oh yeah, I got it. And I'm like, is this manga? What the fuck is this? Yeah, the thing with I, No, I know what the they, fuck that was. Who's who. that, that
0: that is. Like, by, by that the is way, that realm. is the official handbook of the Marvel <laughs> Universe. Ohat-
3: Ohatmu. Ohatmu and I just like I, I loved hearing oh, hot thank you thank Christian is that a big buzzword oh, in, hot in France
1: le, le, <laughs> oh, I mean
2: oh. I'm not I'm not saying those entries aren't like but
3: to Whatever. be honest like well I'm not I'm not role playing yeah. with the Marvel Universe I don't need yeah, to know well, who can it, kick uh, the Hulk's that, ass and you know that's <laughs> a
2: little bit of the that, yeah exactly that's a little bit of the touch where I was like uh, you
3: and know, that's like, why Tony's piece I thought was cool Tony Isabella's piece about it
2: it was a nice kind it, I loved it. I and, loved the first issue. And that it's it,
3: beyond all the medicals, or I should say beyond all the uh, the magic, we've got a very interesting real-life world for Jericho Drum as well. Being in, in New, New Orleans, 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 he's a doctor at good. a free clinic, and I think this is going to be very cool, and I, and I am I, really I fingers crossed on this because I think Remender's I think the right guy to make this happen.
2: I think it's a series that he'll grow into. I well, it's well, yeah. of, uh, like- well, and I.
3: Well, this could be like I mean, and again, I think uh, Fraction uh, benefit. Well, when Fraction was on the Punisher, he he certainly made his run, you know, his own when he was writing it by himself, and then Rick came on to co-write. I, I think this could be another like Iron Fist in the way that Brubaker and, uh, and yeah, Fraction were get able your to, run. Get yeah. A run on it, and I know, and I think keep, it's yeah. it's a cool character. There's it's enough of a blank slate that you know you put it put it in the right hands, they can fill in the details and really Iron. make a great That's character. The way. it's coming back. Don't worry.
4: Dude,
3: I, it's coming back once they get once they get past all this shit. Don't kid yourself; they know how well things went.
4: As, as somebody who doesn't know Doctor Voodoo, did you guys know who he was before? Yes, yes. yeah. That's you know, who did a good job with that's du-
3: my That's my
2: only criticism is that I was sort of confused what his powers actually were. Right. Like at the end of it, like they hinted at the inv- invulnerability to fire. But then I was kind of like, who's the other? Like, it wasn't bad in the sense that, like, I got to the end. I was like, I don't want to read the rest of it. But I I, I kind of feel I'm a very forgiving Reader, like, I'll if something interests me, if I and get a touch, very,
0: and you're a very caring lover,
2: yeah. I'm a caring <laughs> lover. I mean, I'm, I'm interested, like, if, if I get like a touch of something I'm interested in, I'm, yeah. I'm like,
1: oh, I can live These with it. Kind of Hut, I have to, uh, uh, meet my in kind of Chris a woodsy sort of way.
2: But if I get a touch of something I'm interested in, sure. like I'm ooh, pretty ooh. exactly, <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> forgiving. But I could see a lot of people reading that first issue who are like the more like literal readers. But what does he made, do? Yeah, like the more literal readers might okay. be a little like I don't understand. What is he? What does that go? You know, like it's a little.
0: You know what? A you know what?
3: that, it, it's a magic book. Yeah, you know what yeah. he
0: can do. Whatever the fuck he wants to. It, well, is, but is he's great and I think he's
3: books. and he's learning himself. I mean, that's the other thing is yeah. that much like Doctor Strange at the start, we've got well, a new we've got a new think, Sorcerer Supreme who's really kind of I finding think, his his power. And level I think here.
2: that's the great thing about this book is I think yes. it, there's a lot of room to grow into it because I don't think the first issue was the perfect first issue. I think it was a really great first issue that got me interested. But I can see where they're gonna go in new places with it, and it, I, I'm excited because I love Remender's writing. So. Yeah. A recent
3: yeah. story arc that involved Brother Voodoo uh, was uh, the Black Panther in Reggie Hudlin's run when, uh, right before he married Storm, yeah. they had the bachelor party, okay. and 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 Brother Doodoo, uh, Brother Doodoo, Brother Doodoo. Du- 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 that's my uh, that's that would be not Brand X, uh, the, um, uh, their uh, their version that of was it, the Brother Doodoo. Du- that threw me off
2: a little bit. Is I I didn't. Quite know how he ended up being Sorcerer Supreme if I wasn't reading the Avengers. All explained in New Avengers. Yeah. All explained in New Avengers. That threw me just a little bit. Not too bad. Like, I I picked up what wasn't going on, but I did get a little bit of the sense of being dropped in. Like a little in the middle and I was kind of like, Oh and, for me, and I picked it up and that it was, was fine. Okay. I was fine. Yeah. It was fine.
3: See, but, and I and I honestly that was a cool story. I mean it really it started with Steven Strange really no, I, kind of I'm going sorry, around but, the Marvel universe saying, All right, it's not me anymore. Who's have, the next guy? Did
2: they have a recap page mm-hmm. at the beginning of
4: it?
3: Maybe I just um, skipped the recap page.
4: No but no, I they think, didn't have a recap, recap page. Like three or four pages in that first scene with Stephen well, Strange. Yeah, they you sort of say what happened. Yeah, and I
3: and maybe there's That's
2: an odd thing because um, one of the things I actually give a lot of credit to uh, the the Marvel... To the you should have like a siren or something like that that I you give, should
3: play whenever there's a girl in the story. I give I a lot of credit funny. to the
2: Marvel books for is the recap page because actually it's it's sort of helpful. Yes, and I, I wasn't complete. I mean, I'm not saying that I was completely lost by it, but I felt a little like, oh, like how did he end up being? But you know, of restraint? but yeah. and
3: I like the fact that it really was told in the story as opposed to the recap page. And again, oh, maybe because I read the story and I was already aware of it. Oh, okay, that, sorry, that was yeah. fine.
2: It was in the Oh Hot Blue. Way to go! Fun. I it. didn't read it. That, is, is, why, that is
3: why the Ohadmu is is not something to be sorry. trifled with. No, but you should pick it up. Fuck it's her. awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. The art's great, the writing's great. It's it is. It's a very cool book. And and also it only makes me more excited not only to continue to read Brother Voodoo, at uh, Doctor Voodoo. I keep calling him Brother Voodoo because I'm an old man. He is
0: Brother yeah, but, and, he, and he will be Brother Voodoo again because Doctor Strange will come back.
3: I, you know, the good thing is I'm really looking forward to Wade's mini series, and to be honest, I kind of would welcome Stephen Strange just being another magic guy, and he can just be Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, Strange does not have to be the Thor through Supreme. Yes. I'm sorry, he doesn't. Yes, he. No, does. I'm sorry, he yes, doesn't. He We've does. had forty so fucking listen. years of that. It's time for something to new. Marcus Martin. Uh, I think this is
4: going to lead up to another Sorcerer Supreme. Well, not a uh, Doctor Strange book, not a Sorcerer Supreme. Here's Dr. the thing.
3: I, I think both characters I are strong enough to to handle it.
2: I still go back I, and I read the. Uh, um, the Brian K. Vaughn, Marcos Martin, Yes, awesome. the Cure, see, oh, yeah.
3: fantastic! I loved it. Great, very Ditko esque. It yeah, was awesome. It's awesome. No,
0: Mar- Mar- no, I, uh, I, was, I was only hey, half. Jo- I, no, honestly, I was only half joking. But but Stephen Strange will be sorcerer supreme. I hope
3: not. I kind of hope not. I really don't. I'm sorry. I think he's a strong enough character. And he hope that, to. But
0: I hope that Steve Rogers stays dead.
3: Okay, fine. <laughs> I don't think. I'm just saying. I think even even when Stephen was in the
0: er- same argument same no argument i would there.
3: I would disagree because i what think do you mean you disagree? because because I think Steven in but, the early in the wait let me finish and then okay. you can you can rebut if you'd like but I think in the early issues of strange tales the character was learning his magic yeah and i think that now it would be interesting to see this same character learning to deal with the fact that he doesn't have his magic as much as he used to have it sure. and still be able to conjure the few things that he's able to do
0: Sa- same thing with captain America that, okay. that, that a man at a time it's at, you know after 40 years of of marvel continuity oh well, yeah steve rogers he was no longer a man at of time sure where bucky is now and i think I that, that i too. think that's, I, a, I, I, that's a core component of the character in my opinion To take the long cut. We'll get there eventually.
4: Let's talk about my next book.
2: Alright, you go. This is a book that has been criminally under talked.
0: No one's so, talking about under
2: Sir Edward Gray Witchfinder. Woo-hoo. The BPRD Hellboy spinoff. Yes. Which uh written by Mike Magnolia. Magnolia. (laughs) Easy for you you to say. Art by by Ben Steinbeck. Also easy Uh, for you to say. (laughs) Letters by Clem Robbins. And colors by Dave Stewart. If you haven't... It's it's different from both Hellboy and uh, BPRD in that it is a time, uh, sort of like a period piece. A period piece not... But much like the lobster the johnson, sense, johnson stories but not merely in the sense of the time it's taking place in but the storytelling is a much more straightforward more caption heavy sense than ah. uh, magnolia has used before I see. in doing his other stories and i i've i've been loving it it's a great uh, story about um sir edward gray who back in victorian england was hunting down witches and all of a sudden, this demon shows
3: up. He's kind of like
2: a Professor Challenger, yeah, Conan like a, Doyle kind like of character. A little
3: bit of that. Lost, but uh, it's, Lost World
2: compared to Hellboy and BPRD, it is way more straightforward okay. storytelling, which fits the story. Actually, the time period of the story and the art of the story, and it's been a tremendous amount of fun. And if you are reading Hellboy in BPRD, you should be reading. Sir Edward Grey,
0: Witchfinder. I've picked it up. I read the first one, and I decided I was going to get the rest of the series in single issues since I had already started, and then I'm going to read the rest of it. But yeah, it it looks gorgeous. It's fantastic. Mignola covers. You know, magnolia.
2: Mignol- it- Mign- I'm I've had a few beers. <laughs>
3: Mig, yeah, it? Mignola.
0: I thought it was Mignola Magnolia. Mignola I whatever Mignola 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 <laughs> it's, it's Mignola Mignola it's, Mignola it's what are that, you that saying it, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to just get <laughs> Mignola alright okay sure it <laughs> um,
0: my next one um, staying on, uh, Mignola. on Mignola on Mignola. kind of the uh, the horror the horror, horror the horror and I had, I had mentioned this a little bit on 11 o'clock comics earlier this week and and told people I would be talking about it on on AC teaser it was a teaser. Um, so wait, what, like 25
2: wait. listeners came yeah, over? Probably. From that weird little show that you 22. do on the sides. Yeah, 20,
0: from, the, from, the <laughs> little, from the side project. Um, this is the zombie survival guide Running recorded attacks by Max Brooks, who is, uh, I believe, the son of Mel Brooks. He yeah, is the true. son of Mel Brooks. Yeah. He, uh, he
2: came out of Mel Brooks' head.
1: Oh, look at this. And Bancroft and I had a kid. Like we a named him Max. That was it. We're done. No, he came out of his thigh. Like you the think? thigh of Zeus. Oh, very oh, nice. Story. Yeah, very oh, nice. So As a Greek, know. you should
3: know your mythology. Oh, a boy.
1: You there uh, you go. Oh, God. It's going to be Greek. And we'll be talking about coffee shops later. I thought on too. DC Comics had like a copyright on zombies, or like a trademark. Or oh, like no. Something. That was. That was- Oh, Marvel him, that but, was, image, was that,
0: before, image before DC. That's true, too. Then, yeah, Walking Dead was before I all. have
1: never seen or heard a zo- of a zombie before Blackest Night. That's okay, <laughs> a okay, so, so, story he's sticking to it. I do exactly. not understand what yeah, you're, yeah, If he yeah, yeah, does not know, have a can, black ring, he's not so interested. Maybe you think your capitalistic way I can shit <laughs> history out, but... It's I don't, gonna work. I don't okay. know what
0: you're talking about when you're talking about zombie vibe. I Jeff Johns <laughs> invented zombies. Thank you all very right. much. I was uh,
1: not scared in the 70s when I watched those movies.
0: <laughs> so this is the uh, Zombie Survival Guide, Recorded oh, Attacks by Max Brooks, who's also the uh, the author of the Zombie Survival Guide, which is one of my favorite books of all time because it is an amazingly awesome, deadpan, serious guide to surviving the zombie apocalypse. What about apocalypse? World War Z? Is an equally awesome novel yeah. about um, it's it's the record of the zombie apocalypse. You make me want to read it. It is so he good. Did. So he does. so this is um, from Three Rivers Press. Now the art it, is that it, in it, Pittsburgh. I'm uh, guessing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Allegheny County uh, type of it thing. It gets yeah. uh, it gets confusing because the um, put the, a gum band on that. The art is provided by Avatar Press here in Rantoul, Illinois. So oh, no. uh, so Avatar was involved in this. In, I in thought this Avatar project. was
1: some kind of like a Brazilian cult or some... no, no, they're
0: in Rantoul, not okay. Brazil. <laughs> uh, it Rantoul. It's still a cult. Still uh, a cult. South, it's it, no. It is. Same it, thing. It, if you if you have if you have read uh, Zombie Survival Guide or uh, World War Z, you know that that Max Brooks approaches this in a very realistic. This is how it happened. This is how you kill zombies. This is what it is like. And it is done in an absolutely serious, 100% straightforward approach. And so these are recorded attacks by zombies from prehistory to 1992. And it is... you, You have, like... Um, French Foreign Legion protecting forts against zombie <clears> hordes, <throat> which is an awesome story. You have uh, early attacks in America. You have attacks in in prehistoric are they, are Africa. Are these
1: slow zombies or fast
0: zombies? They're slow, slow zombies. Yeah, these are slow zombies. And it, it it is absolutely perfect in what it does. My only my only criticism on the book is that the stories are sometimes too short it is it is because it's almost done in a documentary style this is the date. this is what happened and this is what we know about it and so
1: like a chronicles yeah yeah it's very much
0: it's very much a chronicles um approach to it and sometimes the stories can be as short as four or five pages (laughs) and sometimes as long as as 12 or 15 i think wait a minute
1: does he draw as well
0: no, he did not draw it. The um, uh, I because forget
1: because I, I see his name. I don't see the artist's name, and the art is quite nice. The
0: art is beautiful. Have you have you picked this up yet? Tom? No, I
3: haven't. It's, it, it's you know we had copies of it at uh, our radio station. Brian. I was stunned. I and it's yes, true. and I grabbed one and I haven't had a chance to read it. I remember our, I remember last year at the Windy City Con, drew this we had the preview. Thing.
0: We had previews from Avatar. Prime. Yeah, now it, it retails for seventeen dollars, and it is a very quick read. It's probably I think 130, 140 pages, that's maybe. Nice art. But it's 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 beautiful art beautiful art it's it very, does it's look
1: beautiful and amazing. i'm trying to find the artist's name Here, i see a signature on the cover that says ibrahim
0: It is. you guys talk amongst yourselves oh hey
1: so, I think, hi, how you
2: doing? It sounds, what do you think the odds are that the artist is actually credited in the book? I think well, it's I very... Think
1: it sounds like a great book, a very interesting project, but I wish the artist was on the cover.
3: <laughs> and, no, uh, no, come uh, come on. Actually, I just spoke to Robert Kirkman recently, and we were talking about Max's zombie stuff in general. And I was just curious if Robert has read any of Max's stuff. And he said he started reading the Zombie Survival Guide, and he had to stop because he like well, well just because he read something he's like oh shit I should have put that in Walking Dead and he literally dropped the book he's like okay I can't, I read, I can't. read it yeah. he's like and, yeah so yeah. he's like 10 years from now I really look forward to reading all Max's af- stuff after
0: 28 days later he was a little spooked out so That's yeah what I was talking
1: well, about he's... like when I was referring yeah, Chris, to fast look. zombies let me look let he me said
3: look. actually movies don't bother him and TV zombies don't bother him but to read to read books or comics well, me, that are zombies ne- he stays away. I don't
1: know about you me I never uh, liked vampires they bore me I had mummies on, like, I always liked zombies <clears> since I was a kid there really? was this film i used to love like uh, early 80s i'm talking 81 82 okay uh, in french it was called just zombie and it was in a supermarket in the u.s like in a shopping mall that was closed and all like, the zombies were coming in and all that oh. i thought it was terrifying i don't know what the name of it is in english like uh, in the states it was just called zombie i wonder if it, it was,
0: in a shopping mall. i wonder if that was dawn yeah. of the
1: dead
2: no, 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 it was not one. It of It was the it was one no, of the no, Romero's, okay. No, no, no. okay, the illustrations in this book are by Abram Robertson for Avatar Press, written in tiny letters.
4: In the oh, uh, the poor guy.
1: Well, that's a shame. Uh, that no. that should be different. I mean, it's yeah, nice to be Mel Brooks' son. It's good to be Mel Brooks' no. son. Yeah. Why didn't
2: they just say recorded zo- rec- uh, the zombie survival guard recorded attacks by Mel Brooks'
3: son? You know, honestly, <laughs> hey, man, honestly, Max is hes a good writer. I mean, well, honestly, yeah. Max, oh, yes. Max so can you write, You can man. do a lot
1: of things. You can be a he can write. space. You can be, like, lots of things, but... <laughs> Look at the fucking credit re- for credit. the guy who drew this. Yeah, no, Like, in tiny fucking, like...
3: Wow, Alan Combs is, like, very proud of his yeah, so, uh, Sean Hannity credit that he had for years compared an to an that. Excellent That's very book, good.
1: But with the lack of, like... Well, place. Max had nothing. Yeah, I don't like, think Max uh, had it. I want little.
3: my name this big, and I want the guys this tall. No, name. I have nothing against
1: a Max. Little, yeah, yeah, I'm no. saying,
3: Jesus Christ. like yeah. a okay. banana republic. No, you're right. It's a graphic novel. It's a graphic okay. novel. There's, yeah. there's, there's not know, even words on it's, this it's page. Not an illustrated, <laughs> it's not an illustrated novel. It's it is, it is,
1: it, It's it, a comic book. I, yeah. it, th- it's okay. a Jewish conspiracy, I tell you guys.
0: Yeah, I'm sure There's
2: no words on this page. No. there's I wrote that. I wrote
0: that. That page, by the way... If you want to see badass ninjas hacking up zombies... This is your book. There's an awesome ninja uh, like, versus zombie story. No, no, no. I'm, I'm gonna that's go on awesome. with the
1: Jewish angle because, like Chris and right. I were talking about, like I'm married, earlier, I'm married to a Jewish. Jews girl. had nothing. Uh, Jews had nothing to do with comics. It just came afterward. It's not like like Kirby, Siegel, Schuster. Yeah, like, they're, uh, yeah nothing. <laughs> listen, my, like, uh, innocent bystanders. My just wife, is they, they are. My wife is
2: Jewish, and that's the only thing she's interested in comics. Well, my it's ex-wife Jewish was creators. Greek.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll exchange anytime you want.
4: Yeah.
2: Hey. <laughs>
1: So, um, Abram Ra- Roberson, I'm not with anymore. <laughs> Abram yeah,
2: Roberson right. drew this, but good luck finding out unless you yeah. look wow. for it for about 25 minutes. That's crazy, that's okay.
1: It sounds like a great book. I really want to read it, honestly. But, Would you like to borrow it? Uh, actually, Here? not borrow, just take. Nope. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, make, his, uh,
3: that's his door price from coming in. That's, that's the, the credit Mr. for um, John. You sure? What yeah, do you what have up, right there, up, holding why, in your hands? Why, you son why, of a you, bitch! Uh, you know, I, and I actually had the opportunity this past weekend to uh, congratulate uh, Pete Tanmasi on the great job he's doing on Blackest Night Batman. For me, uh, not only has this added to the Dick Grayson Batman story in a very positive way, and I, you know, it's good to see Damien getting his time, Tim getting his time as well. I, I think it, much like all these other Blackest Night tie-ins. This story does t- kind of stand on its own yeah. in, a, in a very positive way because I think the inclusion of Deadman and it really evokes a time for me in the uh, – from the 70s and late 60s when the Batman-Deadman stories were very important to the Batman canon. Yeah, and I mean, great, and, great and
0: Neil Adams. Exactly. Yeah. Danny
3: O'Neill, Frank Robbins and, and, uh, and, and Neil Adams doing these marvelous stories and I think Pete has kind of captured the magic of that and as an older reader – it's nice to see Boston brand who usually has all the answers really kinda of freaked out about wait what the hell's going on where's Bruce and oh my god and <laughs> what, Dick,
1: what are you doing in the outfit and everything and, and I think I think I can hide the a, a point about Pete I've known Pete like for forever he's an old friend I taught him everything he knows <laughs> and uh, well actually I've known him since the first day he worked at DC okay yeah I've known him that long wow huh. I was a famous artist at the time <laughs> He drew. It's, it's before I get forgotten. Ah. Before, it's before uh, the time where only my grandma who passed away remembered me. <laughs> it's like, my mom is still alive, thank God. I got someone. <laughs> someone who remembers. The, but the, uh, no, Pete has been like uh, always respectful of like Silver Age. To, I remember like back in the old days, like I was uh, was talking with him, like sitting in the office, like whatever. And I should also add that he saved my ass like more than once at DC. Let, let, let's be clear. Anyway, uh, Pete was always saying back in the day, like, well, if I want to green, if I want to edit Green Lantern, read Green Lantern, I want the Green Lantern I grew up with. Same thing with The Flash, same thing with everything. And uh, Pete's uh, friendship with uh, Jeff Jones goes also way back, like when uh, Pete was his editor. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that many times they would literally like speak three hours on the phone, like from like, s- say, 6pm to like 9pm, like, like when everybody else was gone from the office, and they would together like plot out what would happen at the time, like Jeff would, was working on like, whatever JSA or like, um, and they would plot out together. And they both agreed. They both had like the same like uh, affinities about like what they like about comics, and what I was saying like uh, last week about Jeff Johns um, taking like the best of the Silver Age is true from uh, to Pete. Pete has been in the shadow always, like just like also helping Jeff like uh, shape that stuff, and Pete now comes uh, forth with, like, a GLC and, like... Um, like a snap ba- uh, B- Blackest Snap Batman. Blackest Snap Batman and, like, mm-hmm. whatever he's been doing. I and mean, It's wonderful every time. I agree. And oh, I yeah, remember when he, he he called me uh, one time, like, uh, that, that was a little while back. He told me he's going to quit DC as an editor. He's going to be a writer. I was like, oh, shit, I'm in trouble. Like, who's going to help <laughs> me as <an> <laughs> 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 no, you got to stay here. Come on, man. I'll pay you. You know, like, well, whatever. And, um uh, Plus he, he, had, he wanted to be closer to his son and let spend more time at home. And like, he
2: has a great writing touch. He has a he's, really he's, like.
1: And I was like, mm-hmm. I remember reading online at first, like, oh, Pete Thomas is going on an ego trip or like whatever. I swear to no, you. I read he's that that no, he's good. Yeah. Sure. I, I mean, I'm talking like two months later, it was like, oh, Pete is great. And now he's like recognized just like people forget he was ever an editor. Absolutely. He's just like one of these guys, like they love him. They want more from him. He's and got life.
2: He's got like such a good touch with dialogue. Like, and just. Yes. Like, yeah.
1: I'm telling you, uh, Pete and Jeff are like in some ways like two, two, two faces of the same coin. Uh, sure. And they work well together. They did before. And they, they, you they know, do nowadays. know, the,
0: there, there's... I don't know there's there's a little bit of dirt on Tomasi's style that I like there's a little bit rougher edge well to you know it. what
1: his favorite movies are uh Pete Tomasi is like well first he's a he's a movie buff like he like you wouldn't mm-hmm. believe he's a screenwriter like a playwright like uh what have you it's like you would walk into his office you had like bullet Oh, oh close nice. like, yeah. That's where it comes from. Dirty Dozen, like yeah, you name it. Like, uh, the He's a Lee Marvin makes, fan. Like, uh, it's a little dirtiness yeah, to,
0: the, yeah. to, to Pete Tomasi stuff. Yeah. And, and, is, um, and you had mentioned The Mighty. And that that is a book that I don't know what the sales on The Mighty are like right it now. It
1: make a great movie. I'm thinking about uh, that. How,
0: it, it's going to be one of those series that 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 five and 10 and 15 years from now Hopefully, you know other podcasts. And, it's going to be like the Light Brigade. It, it's going to be one. Yeah, like, it's like holy shit. There was this series that came out in two thousand nine, two thousand ten, and holy shit, was this good? Do you remember this? No. Nah. Yeah. Is it available? Uh, the original artist,
1: like the or, uh, the the original artist, uh, Peter Snishberg. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 Is one of my favorite and that's well, oh, yeah he, awesome. did, he
0: did the white brigade with, yeah. with tomasi
1: that's it and yeah. he has been one of pete's favorite for many years we used he's to speak fantastic. about it like uh, at length on the phone well he how you know, good that guy is
0: going back to our conversation about archie goodwin pete Sneeberg is the uh guy that took over for tony harris on starman whenever Archie that's Goodwin right. was editing yes. that right and series. actually
1: yeah. and no disrespect to tony harris i prefer him uh i prefer mm-hmm. snageberg to 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 harris and now that guy, Samni. I saw him like uh, about like two, three months ago. I was like, wait a minute, it's different, different artist. Awesome. It's unbelievable. It's just, he it gets it. He just gets it. It's wonderful. It's like the, the, uh, um, how should I put the new coming of like, um, oh,
2: uh, the thing with, um, the, the thing with Samni to um every time I've seen Somni do something, like I saw him draw something for Ron Richards at the Windy City Comic Con which oh, was the Cyclops. Like oh, it's this rough it's like a rough it's like a amazing woodcut die. Like yeah. it's this like rough edge like sort of thing and it's like blocky but really great and it's really like explosive. And uh on his Twitter page he has a flash sketch as his background, which looks amazing like everything chris does the the uh, cyclops he drew for ron was absolutely yeah inc- it, it was incredible but was the mighty is going to be one of those things it's like pete tomorrow uh, i i've loved what pete's written so far and i think he's like done an incredible job and you've seen he does. He's like the slightly grittier version of Jeff Johns, but he's been yeah, doing. Yeah, that's outsider, exactly what I was trying to say. The Outsiders. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's done like a little yes. grittier, little dirtier his version of Jeff Johns. His yeah.
3: Outsiders was great. I mean, that's the thing. And I know Dan's taking it over now. Dan will be taking over the Outsiders very soon. But I don't know. This is you. For months, we've had this discussion. You've said, you know, Marvels really seems like they've been like, you know cultivating the younger writers and stuff yes. and and i think conversely dc and especially in the case of peter and stuff has has benefited Sterling from getting a guy peter Ma- yeah no, Ma- now Ma- now sterling's yeah. a young gun that that they've kind of cultivated but yeah, pete yeah. is a guy that ha- who as christian said stepped down from editorial and is is you know really this great writer who i look forward to in he every is, main uh, mainstream I mean, project he does now. i
1: I knew that before yeah. he left actually it, it's funny because like um he wrote like uh, his first story like for DC shortly after he he, he joined like that must have been like ninety five, in Showcase. Uh, it was a Mongol story actually. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. And I drew the cover for that uh, issue, and he, he approached me at the time. He's like, "Can I buy the cover for you?" I'm like, wow. "No, I'll give it to you." Oh, and that's so I, really I, cool. He just drew the coming He just wrote the the his first comic. I, I believe that was his first comic. I don't know at the time, like he was also writing like uh, screenplays and like uh, different things he sold one like now to hollywood like uh, not so long ago oh that's cool what's the story about like the crazy house the uh, winchester uh, window widow like uh, built you know like uh, you've heard about that house the crazy house that never ends
3: and oh I, oh the Esher, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. An Winchester widow yes, winchester yes, 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 widow yes, yes. oh okay like
1: he wrote a horror movie screenplay that he sold built, to hollywood, she, like, yeah uh, she
0: she built a, she built a room every year because she thought whenever she uh, stopped she'd die
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. He sold a screenplay last year or two years ago, like to Hollywood about that, like, and and he's been like, um, oh god, he, he, well, I don't want to get into too much details. I don't know how much he would be comfortable with, but uh, anyway, Peter's always had, like a, a full knowledge, both movies, comics, and all that. He's always brought that to the forth as an editor, but always staying back. Yet I know for a fact that he was behind. Mm, of most of the decisions that were made. And I'm talking very intricate decisions here in the comics he was editing, and that was for the best many times and uh now it's just brilliant i see him like uh you know writing and being recognized like uh, so quickly for it without like with all the cynicism like going down like very quickly and all that and it's like wow this guy is great like let's go for it and that's um yeah
2: he great he it. writes a great green lantern core which is a hard yes, book to do because there's yeah. a ton of characters, yes. a lot of and, characters. And i
1: know i know like i get like also like um um background like echoes like from Doug and Pat obviously like work together actually yeah, there's like the sure. Green Lantern Studio somewhere in how, Minnesota w- how, do, how, like, yeah, <laughs> how do people yeah how just do like, the Green Lantern uh, the, Green- uh, the, the way the Green the Lanterns
2: universe, the way the Green Lanterns look is it's basically in Minnesota that's how
1: <laughs> yeah the center of the universe somewhere in Minnesota yeah. would Ola thought, is uh, in Minnesota
2: like, yeah that's so just like unbelievable what's <laughs> I'm <laughs> <laughs> be done this one down there's much in miss working on that graveyard shift.
3: When are you gonna get Pete Mo? I talked to Pete about that in Baltimore. Hey man, honestly, I didn't do I didn't do a lot of uh, interviews at Baltimore because, I just you know, a lot of other podcasts are doing the quick hits and stuff and I would yeah, rather yeah. say hi I to want, everybody I, no, and, and, and set up a future thing and no Pete and I talked yeah. about it. No, we're no, gonna do I, w- I want happen. I want it'll I happen. want
0: I want in depth John oh, no, I'm looking Santris, forward to it. Charlie Rose oh, no.
3: style interview. No, I want I appreciate that. But no, honestly I I mm-hmm. said this to Pete and he's, he's gonna go for it. That would be a it. great interview. It'll great happen. Interview. Oh no, it'll happen. So. All right, let's it'll be
1: It's gonna be Christmas and behind on a black background is like um well Pete uh, <laughs> at the coffee table yeah. at the <laughs> round table man <laughs> you look so handsome today <laughs> yeah see awesome. so
0: that's the image that you what's had it like being Pete
1: Tomasi every day waking up and seeing Pete Tama saying I've got to write green light. well I spent many years talking to Christian Lamy he was coming begging in the office that fucking French bastard <laughs> kill him <laughs> There you go. We could do that. Well, all right, fine.
3: I'm going to call I Christian. I made him. All right. So if I don't talk to Pete, I'll talk to Christian, and he'll I do made the
1: Pete. He doesn't know. There it. There you go. Okay. All don't, right. Don't tell him either.
0: I uh, want to thank everyone for being here, Mr. John Centric, <laughs> Mr. Christian Alme, Mr. You, Chris. Tom Caters, all of the, uh, you, uh, the people in the uh, the peanut gallery, uh, Gobo, all the way from uh, from Canada, Kyle Bice, who who sat in for a second while Christian was going to the bathroom. Thank you, Kyle. And yet <laughs> he did not even
1: speak French, I'd, as I had instructed him.
0: Yes, you can check out uh, you can check out Tom three times a week as he uh, runs you through the history twice. of twice a week is it twice? You can Feels check out like Tom three. you can check out Tom twice a week as he so, runs you through you the you history of the days. DC universe with Tom versus the Flash. You can also listen to me oh, if you are a glutton that? for more Chris Neisman punishment on eleven o'clock comics with my buddies uh, Mr. Yes. Jason oh, Wood, oh, Mr. Vince listen. B, and right. Mr. David w- or I Mr. David I Price. I don't know. Sorry, David. It's All right. Uh, uh, we will be back again next Monday with another full length episode in the meantime in between in, time. in between time we'll be everywhere in
2: and around uh, comics. comics oh my god oh my oh, Christ Christ right, right. Christian's yes, whipping yes, it out at
3: the end of the show holy shit man what a finish I didn't see that when morning coming.
0: comes twice a day or not at all if I break into will you put me back together When this puzzle's figured out, will you still be around to say you've just been there walking the line upside down? Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and may not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of Around Comics is strictly prohibited. All content presented in this program is the sole property of Around Comics, and this has been an Around Comics production, copyright 2009.